Welcome to the Broadswords. Um, today, I know this is this is strange. I normally don't uh, talk like this. So, hi, I'm breaking routine. But we have a guest player today, and we've got Travis McElroy joining us at our at our table. Our, I guess our proverbial table. We don't really have one. I picture a table. I I like to think of a table. Hi, I'm Travis. Aww. Hi, everybody. Hello. Are we allowed to talk to you? <laughs> I'm so excited hi, to be here. Thank you for having me. Hi. <laughs> We're all really excited. Why? I'm a huge dork. <laughs> so are we. Oh, yeah. oh, great. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so are we. Nice. Yeah, but we get to be dorks together. All right, cool. Well, it's that's a dork fine. party. Only fitting. <laughs> Let's play some D&D. Yeah. Yulares, Maypri, and Keela have faced two foes that almost brought them down. Cold, shaken, and tired, they make their way back to the Vramyani stronghold. Meanwhile, a small party makes their way up the mountain pass from Imamar toward Storong's gates. You're listening to The Broadswords. Starring Kristen Flemons as Yularis, the half-elf wizard witch. Yes, we require we require baths and food and Tracy Gibbons as Keela, the high elf bard. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. Bianca Zelda as May Pre, the tiefling barbarian. Were there any goats with us? And me, Victoria Rogers, your DM. We are going to start with Buckminster. It is early evening and the cloud cover is incoming and it's incoming quickly and it's quickly erasing what light there is left in the sky. You have been traveling for about eight days from the capital of Imamar to the Vremyoni stronghold in the mountains. There have been some serious snowstorms that have been hindering your passage Winter is truly settling in Rashomon. How big is your retinue that you're traveling with? So my imagination is it was probably bigger when I started. And there's probably been some deserters, um, both because the harshness of the winter and also because uh, I'm not a great boss. I'm not I'm not fun to work with. Um, so I've I've probably... It's kind of the, well, probably one of those things where they were like, you know what, I quit. And I said, you can't quit, you're fired, mm. that kind of thing. That probably happened a couple times. So I would say at this point, there's probably like three people with me. Um, maybe like one bodyguard and like a cook. And maybe just like somebody who I'm I'm not even sure what their job is. Uh, they're just kind of there and I don't trust them. Okay. So you're... you're- your party of four, I guess, uh, travels up the road. When you round the bend, you can see the stark, tall, black walls of the Vremyani stronghold looming above you. Even though they loom, 
even though they are about 100 feet away from you across a deep chasm in the ground. The gates are closed and the bridge is drawn shut. But there is a mm, roughly three foot tall stone pillar mm-hmm. on your side of the chasm. Leon? Yes? What do you think? Should I do the, the flashy cloak or the flappy cloak? Leon scratches his head and he, he looks around a little bit, licks his finger, sticks it up in the air, sees where there's a nice wind coming from. Mm, flappy cloak. Flappy cloak? Okay, excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, and so uh, <laughs> um, so then I have to remember what it's called in my inventory, the cloak of billowing. Um, so Buckminster dons his cloak of billowing to approach the gate. What does the cloak of billowing look like? Uh, the cloak of billowing, it's a black cloak with like a red velvet interior, but like nice and bright red. So you really get the effect as the corners of it flap. Think uh, like a kind of garish Dracula Halloween costume. <laughs> a little bit like that, but maybe a little bit more like nicer than that. And um, as a bonus action... I can make it billow dramatically at will. <laughs> so even if there's no, even if nothing's happening, Buckminster can just stand there dramatically as his cloak flaps about him. Okay, I'm going to walk up. All of you follow three steps behind like, like we practiced, yes? Nobody get too close and let me do the talking. Okay, great, thank you, thank yes, you. Yes, sir. Um, and and we, we approach the pillar. The pillar is, again, it is triangular in shape, and in the top it is flat and, well, flattened at the top, it doesn't come to a point or anything, but there is a basin at the top, and in it is a liquid. Surprisingly, it's not frozen. Hello, uh, pillar. Um, I'm Buckminster Eden, you can call me Buck. Um, it is such a pleasure to make your acquaintance, um... Um, hmm. I'm just assuming that you are magical and not just some sort of pillar. Hmm. Hello. <coughs> hmm. Leon's behind you, coughing. <coughs> yes, Leon. He hands you his torch. I see. Um. Okay. I take a closer look at the pillar. I'm going to roll a perception check or an investigation. Which one am I doing? Mm, you've already perceived it, so let's do some investigation. Okay. okay. I. Oh, man. I'm really good at investigation. 24. Wow. I investigate the hell out of it. Yeah, you are really good at it. You're, you're proficient. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you investigate it. So you look at this, and it is an oil that's inside this basin. You know, Leon, I'm thinking that what we should do is maybe set fire to this oil. I think that's a a good idea, sir. Yes, I've done it again. Yes, very well. And I do that. And it lights. Nothing happens. Leon, I told you that wouldn't work. Why did you give me the torch? I'm 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 sorry, sir, but I I thought it would be a beacon, and and maybe something would would happen. Well, 
you know, we can't all be perfect, Leon, it's fine. Um, so, what should we do? Hello? Hello? I'm out of ideas. Please open the gate. And as your your voice echoes across the the mountainside, you can then hear the rattle of chains and the movement of gears as the gates begin to rise and the drawbridge descends. You know what, Leon? I'm going to call that uh, teamwork. I'm going to say we both had a part in that. Uh, you with the fire and me with the yelling. Good work, team. Huh? Thank you. We did it. Yes. No reason for anyone else to quit, huh? Yes. Okay. Should we? I mean, I guess we'll probably wait for the gate to be all the way down, but then we should go inside, yes? Yes. After you. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Leon? Samuel? Other person? Sorry. Keep... I can't... I just can't keep it in my head. Come on. Leon, he uh, he straightens your, your cloak for you, dusts, <laughs> dusts you. your shoulders off, and makes sure that you're nice and presentable. <laughs> I'm just having a lot of fun playing this character. He's really such a wiener. Okay. Um, and once it's done, uh, I take a second, I change cloaks. Um, I switch to the, uh, what's the other one? The uh, Cloak of Many Fashions. Mm. Um, while wearing this cloak, you can use as a bonus item, uh, a bonus action to change the style, color, and apparent quality of the garment. So I switch it to uh, a very lush, uh, deep burgundy red with gold accents and a high collar. Um, and I think like Doctor Strange. <laughs> uh, and then we we head on across the. In, is there a drawbridge or is there is just a gate open? Yeah, the the there is the drawbridge. It's a very narrow bridge. You can only go down there single file, really. And then the gate is open as well. Are there any kind of handrails, any kind of safety equipment? No safety equipment. This is perilous. Okay, Leon, you go first. I will be very close behind you. Uh, so close, I might even... It might even seem like I'm holding on to you for balance. And then Samuel, you behind me, spotting me. And then other person, you come to and get all the stuff. Okay, let's go. Other person hoists all the packs up onto their back. And Samuel walks behind you, his, his arms outspread, just making sure that he can catch you. And Leon walks ahead quite slowly so that you can hold on to him. You walk across this bridge and it opens up into a interior courtyard with the tall walls and there's a staircase leading up onto the walls up to your left. And there to your right, there is a small door. It looks maybe like a kitchen door, but ahead of you are two large double doors, wooden, and they are firmly closed. But waiting for you is waiting for you is a lone Hathrin with her wool cloak pulled tightly about her in the the winter. The black feathers of her crow mask glint in the torchlight. Flanking her are two Ethrin, 
Catherine in training, and you can tell this because of the dun-colored shawls that they have pulled tightly around their shoulders as their, their teeth chatter. Immediately, uh, Buckminster drops into a deep and reverent kneel. Uh, Your Excellency, thank you. It is... Uh, I cannot put into words the honor that it is to meet you. Thank you for allowing us entrance. I am at your service. I would welcome you to our hearth, but this is not a place of joy. Okay. Um, I... I hope with every beat of my heart that it is not something I have done, Your Excellency. <laughs> no, please stand. Oh, an honor. Thank you. She she eyes you carefully and her head tilts slightly and it's slightly amusing because she has a crow mask on and there is a crow beak going over her nose, so it's very bird-like, her head tilt. Um, I'm actually going to do a roll for her. Um, and yeah, she does recognize you. And what does the son of the Iron Lord have to do with our stronghold? Has news already reached Imelmar? Oh, what? Mmm, I, mmm, news. I'm going to be careful how I answer this because uh, I don't know the answer. Um, the um, to put it in short, Your Excellency, Thay, um, you know, Thay, not they. Easy confusion. Thay uh, seems to be amassing on our border. Uh, nothing. As of yet, but you know, uh, an ounce of preparation, uh, ounce of prevention. What is a pound of cure? You know. Um, so I'm just doing a little work to try to make sure that my people, uh, and uh, of course, uh, the Iron Lord's forces and my father's forces, uh, are in order. Just in case. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. Just in case. They. And she looks at you very confused. Is they behind this? No. Come. Okay. Maypri, Yelaris, and Keela. Yes. You have been gone from the Stronghold for about a fortnight now. You went off uh, to help Hathrin, Adelana, and Cowan, and on your way back, you got waylaid by a snow squall. And you had to take shelter in a tiny mountain hamlet, huddled in a shack intended for goats <sighs> for five days. <sighs> Were there any goats with us? There was <sighs> many goats uh, with you. Yeah, I'm okay cool. with that. Hilarious is not okay. <laughs> it was very warm in that case. After five years of sharing that small space with a herd of goats, uh, the storm subsided. Hathrin Adelana and Tethryn Cowan decided to go back to the village that they came from since they had been absent for so long, leaving you to go back to the stronghold on your own. When you round the bend in the road, just as Buckminster did, you find the beacon lit and the drawbridge down and the gate up. They are anticipating us. Good. Let's make haste. Yeah, this is nice. We don't have to wait. It's cold enough. Maybe there'll be a bath waiting for you, Larry's. There had better. 
Are there any guards that we pass along the way in? Along the road? Uh, going uh, down the drawbridge, like, past the gate. Well, when you go past the gate, you come into the courtyard, and there you see a Hathrin that you have never seen before, in a crow mask, ushering a flamboyantly dressed man into the stronghold. Okay, uh, I want to flag down the Hathrin. Um, excuse me? Hey, uh, oh. Hathrin? Oh, you? Oh, no, 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 no. I need the the one with the mask. She looks important. Yes, we require we require baths and food and recuperation immediately. This has been an ordeal beyond what we were told. I mean, I know you've been waiting for us, so all of that is ready, right? Um. So I have a question for mm-hmm. you now, uh, DM. Do they seem important? What role would I check to see if I think they're important or not? Um, I think just culturally you would know this. First off, okay. Yalaris, she has very well-made clothes, but they're dirty. She's been sleeping with goats um, in, a, in, a, in a platonic way. Um, <laughs> she's been on the road, but she does have a dun-colored shawl, and she is wearing a mask. And she probably looks like she thinks she's important. Mm-hmm. Got it. It's all about bearing, you know? <laughs> you would recognize her as an Ethrin, a Hathrin in training. Gotcha. Maypri would just really stick out to you because she's a tiefling. There are not a lot of tieflings in this area, uh, so they're not very common whatsoever. We've got Kila, who is a high elf, and again, not a lot of elves. So they they just maybe not important, but definitely different. Definitely of interest. Yes. Um, so Buckminster says, well, so Buckminster speaks a couple different languages. So first in Elvish says, though I be but a guest, welcome to this home. Anything I can do to make you welcome, I am at your disposal. And then repeats it again uh, in Infernal. Oh, wow. Uh, the Yeah. I... I speak about five different languages. I will respond in Elvish. If you could draw a bath, that would be most important. I will see to it immediately. I'm gonna, I'm gonna elbow Kila. Like, oh, I like this one. You got anything to eat, my friend? Oh, I, I, Samuel, have something prepared for these travelers. Clearly, they have been on the road a long time and need our aid. Samuel, see what you can do about this work with the kitchen here. And prepare something for these weary wanderers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk up to Buckminster. I think Hilarious is is quite intrigued. This is more hospitality and sort of high culture kind of uh, comportment than she has encountered for a while. And she will extend her hand and be like, "And who are you, good sir?" Oh, I am. I am but your humble servant. My name is Buckminster Eden, but you can call me Buck and anything, anything you need me for, I uh, would be pleased to help. I must say it is such an honor to meet an Ethrin in training who is clearly as powerful and wise as yourself. You've been about the world and clearly you've had many experiences and I look forward to learning from you whatever I can and helping in any way possible. Yularis is, is puffing up at all of this praise, and Yularis Roaringhorn, it is indeed 
a sincere pleasure. While this absurd exchange is happening, I'm going to uh, elbow May Pri and say, uh, this guy's a bit of a kiss-ass, isn't he? He is. It makes me suspicious. We haven't met a single nice person like that here before. Everybody's kind of bougie. This is strange. So I can tell you a little bit about his appearance because yeah. I'm really proud yeah, of him. Yeah, please. Um, so he uh, is uh, fair-skinned uh, with light freckles and his eyes are green. His teeth are far too white and he has red hair but with uh, artificial gold accents. Um, he has frosty teeth. <laughs> is basically what's going on. Uh, I must say, sir, your your cloak is most striking. Oh, this old thing, thank you. May I ask, what is your favorite color? I enjoy an emerald green, personally. Ah, myself as well. And his cloak changes to green. Lovely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, uh, sort of peer at it very closely. Can I detect? I guess. You know what? Fuck it. I will cast detect magic, not as a ritual. I will cast it Ooh. as a spell. Do I detect magic <gasps> on it? I think you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank. Uh, listen, I must say I am flattered by your interest. This is a family heirloom passed down from my grandmother to me. She was a bit of a powerful caster, and she saw within me, according to her, a respect for magic, and she trusted me with this item. Clearly a woman of excellent taste. Yes, I loved Gam Gam deeply. She was so kind and yet powerful, one to be respected. She didn't accept any disrespect or guff from us, and she taught me to respect those more powerful and more intelligent than I. You must tell me more about her, but shall we continue indoors outside of this inclement weather? Yes, of course. Please, you first. And I shall I shall walk past the hatter <laughs> towards <laughs> Poor woman. the door of the stronghold. And I lean in to Leon. Leon, find out everything that you can about them. Yes, sir. And he... He goes through the kitchen door with Samuel and other. <laughs> other person might be their name. I haven't decided yet. Their name might be other person. O-T-H, like apostrophe R oh, okay. person. Othair. Yeah, Othair. <laughs> Othair lugs the packs and, and brings them into the kitchen behind him. You are led into the main hall. The main hall of the stronghold is just long rows of tables with benches. Kind of think Hogwarts, only less chandelier-y with moving ceiling and more straw strewn on the floor and dogs. Like a Texas roadhouse, just peanut shells <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Yeah, and there's dogs on the ground, like laying around. Mm-hmm. One's eaten a bone that was just like left there on the floor kind of thing. Because these the straw and rushes are only like cleaned up maybe like once a month, because that's how they do. It's fairly empty at this time, and as you are led in, the the Hathren continues to speak. Things are not as they should be here. I thought perhaps the reason you came was because of what was unleashed. Um, no. 
but you have piqued my curiosity. This intrigues me. Please, have a seat. And she motions towards one of the, the tables. And one of the Etherin that had greeted, was with her when she greeted you, goes off um, in the direction uh, Yolari's Maypri and Kila, you know, is the kitchen. Are there chairs for Buckminster to pull out for everybody? Is that something? Can I help everybody and then chairs? They're benches. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's kind of more of just a show of like, yes, please. Uh, you first. Yeah, yes, first. Need any help? Okay. And then I sit down and very big, dramatic flip of the cloak. <laughs> it is not. I'm now picturing sitting down in a cloak. It's not great. Cloaks are not very conducive to sitting down. That's all right. It, it's draping over onto the floor a little bit. Unfortunately, Leon's not there to arrange it on the floor all nicely behind you. But she she looks at you carefully. Faye, this is dire news indeed. When did this happen? Um, well, a little bit at a time. Honestly, it's a, a almost a slow trickle. And then within the last, ooh, I would say, couple weeks, maybe months, uh, suddenly it just seemed... Like the trickle became a bit more of a of a torrent, um, but it, it really wasn't so pressing until the last two weeks. Really, um, tensions are high. To to understate it. Hmm. Say, I'm assuming are we are we yeah, you're also there as well. at the table? Okay, good because they you'll. You Here. know about that, Eularis? Yes, they are most infamous among wizarding circles. Necromancers and power-hungry tyrants the lot, from what I've heard. Yes, absolutely disgusting they are. Not, not like us. Not They don't have the deportment. They don't have the manners of Rashomon. They'll kill you as soon as look at you. Don't trust them. Hey, Pri. Yes. What are you doing in this moment? Leaning back. I'm keeping an eye on uh, Buckminster. He hasn't really convinced me with his charisma, and I don't know what to make of him. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's very fair. Hilarious is completely. Oh, change. yeah. You uh, <laughs> one flattery, and <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah, I was gone. I was toast. May Pri seemed pretty interested. At the mention of they, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I would like I would like to uh, do an insight check um, with that once again. I don't normally play real <laughs> Um Would it be perception or insight to determine what I think her reaction means? Insight. Great. Well, uh, eleven plus six, seventeen. I think that's pretty insightful. Unless, do you want to roll to contest it, Maypri? Are you hiding that interest? No, I mean, my interest is pretty blatant. Um, beyond that, I don't know what else you could tell other than this has kind of caught my my eye. It's a topic that I want to know more of, but I need to kind of find a way to ask you for more information without asking you. Is it the kind of thing, is it, so am I detecting like a little bit of leaning forward, a little bit of like, 
you know, that thing someone does where they kind of lean one ear towards you? Or is it like she's interested tense? Lean one ear towards you. Like, I'm still eyeing you suspiciously, but I'm into the conversation. Okay. Well, now I have a good question for the DM. Mm-hmm. How much do I actually know about the thing? Because the meet Travis McRoy is just now learning about <laughs> you. You know quite a bit about Thay. Thay uh, has been kind of bitter enemies of Rashman for quite some time. You share some borders. Uh, the Red Wizards of Thay, uh, like Gilary's mentioned, are rather infamous, uh, and they're infamous with some cruelty. Uh, they are a mageocracy, I guess, kind of think. Uh, have you played Dragon Age? Yeah. <laughs> kind of think of Tevinter with slaves. Got it. Nice. Okay. Good reference. Got it. On it. And so if you aren't of the higher order, your life isn't that great. Um. So I'm going to say that detecting interest, which just is one of uh, Buckminster's like drugs, someone being interested in what he's talking about. Ah, yes, ah, the Thay. I have fought many battles against the Thay. I, in fact, I don't mean to brag. Please tell me if I'm saying too much, but I have fought and killed my fair share of red wizards. You've said the right thing. Mapri's going to lean in and kind of cross her hands into each other. You've fought some of them. Ah, yes. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, the key, at least I found, was they overestimated me. They rely so heavily upon their magics that they forget about the power of the physical, the ability to uh, fight, uh, to swing a sword. They often underestimate the power of the warrior. I like that. Ah. As you're talking, three Ethrin come out and they have trays. And on these trays are bread loaves that have been hollowed out with stew inside. Ooh, bread, <laughs> bread bowls. They bring out their bread bowls of stew. It, it's like Larry's has learned, full of potatoes and turnips <laughs> and tubers and not much else. Is there any meat in this one? Just a bit of venison, maybe. This will not do. If a powerful Ethrin desires me... Samuel! And you you hear a, a pattering of feet and then some skidding. And then someone comes running forward. Yes, yes, sir. Now, it may not be much, but I believe we have one ration of jerky left. Is that correct? Um. Yes, yes, sir. Please. Please, serve it to these weary travelers. Yes, yes, sir. And he he runs back towards the kitchen. As he's running back, the Hatherin has been listening to this exchange. You might have detected a slight eye roll from behind her her mask um, at Buck's uh, retelling of his his feats of daring do, particularly since there has been a truce for the last 30 years. Um, (laughs) But... There, there have been, like, some slight skirmishes on the border, some raiding. But she listens, and then she says, We unleashed something here a fortnight ago. It has left our ritual hall in ruins, and many of us are dead, and we have many wounded. I am afraid 
the things your father will want from us, we will not be able to provide. Oh. I see. Can I... Can I reach out a hand to the Ethrin, and I mean the Hathrin, um, in the Raven Mask, and ask her, has has there been any word of of my father and Kenathar? Have they returned? She turns her head slowly, very slowly, almost reluctantly. No. And we've tried to scry for them, but we cannot find them. We cannot even find their spirits. I, I'm so sorry to intrude on this moment, but I'm, your father is Romani? He is, yes. I'm something of an oddity here. I grew up outside of Waterdeep, but... I see. I, I must say, this is fascinating to meet someone so very clearly powerful and also the daughter of a crafter. Um, I will have questions about this. I look forward to discussing with you later. Um, Your Excellency, um, just to just to jump back real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no... There's no... Um, there's nothing here for me and and my journey. Is that correct? I take it you came here for items for the army. Uh, well, I mean, I, I would be lying if I said that that might not be a small uh, outcome of my journey here for knowledge and commune. Uh, but yes... We have some in stores, but we will not be able to make as many as your father will require if war with they is on the horizon. Well, this sucks. Shit! Indeed. Buck, do you need warriors to assist you in this battle? Um. Or are you certainly like, only seeking magical artifacts? I'm I'm sorry. Um I just need a second. Um I ha thank you so much for asking. Um I my father, Roselon Eden, seeks help um to stand against the Fae and I really needed those magical items. I was kind of really banking on that. Um, you will not return empty-handed. Well, I appreciate that. Um, what? What's yes? What's what's the plan? What should we do? Well, I know you just journeyed. But two of our best crafters are missing. I see. Uh, I know how oxymoronic this next question is about to sound, but missing where? No, we're on this plane by the sounds of it. They were last headed towards an old temple north of here in the mountains to investigate... 
and she glances over at Yilleris. To investigate, we performed a ritual here to exercise a spirit from Yilleris' father. But that spirit was not what we thought. It is nothing that we have ever experienced, and the power it unleashed when it was released was so much that it killed many of us. And now that is somewhere in this world. And Kenethar and Bran Lee, through their studies, thought perhaps it had something to do with the Shadowfell. And there is an old temple that has ancient ties to the Shadowfell nearby, so they went to see if any clues were there. Um, I should mention, Hathryn, uh, I do not believe we've been introduced. I am Hathryn Nadine. Hathryn Nadine, I should mention that while we were on the mission that you s- we were sent upon, an assassin of some type fell upon us, and we slayed said assassin, but Cowan, uh, the Tethryn whom with uh, which we met up with uh, Hathryn Adelana, identified them as servants of the Raven Queen, as belonging to the Shadowfell. I do not know if this has ties to what befell my father and Kenethar, the spirit that we dealt with earlier, but it seems important for you to at least know this much. She looks at you sharply at the name of the Raven Queen. The Raven Queen. What does she want with you? I wish I knew. Assassinations are not my favorite. Buckminster just kind of raises his hand. Um, so if we could just get back to um, the part where we go save the two crafters. Indeed. And then they make some stuff. Sounds and, like a wonderful idea. And I take it for my efforts, and I Brilliant. save the day, and I am uh, welcomed back, and it is great. Mipri's gonna face Me? the Hathren. Is that is that doable? That is up to you. But we can have you ready to go in the morning. Wonderful. We intended to follow my father immediately, but we're given the mission... To help Adelana and Cowan instead. If there's any way to bring them back. Okay. And you are all escorted to rooms. These rooms are like barracks almost with rows of beds in a big long hall. And except Buckminster gets a special room because he is the son of the Iron Lord. Yeah. Do I at least get a bath before bedtime? I'm feeling super stinky. This goat musk is not my jam. You, It's not like a full bathtub. It's kind of like <sighs> like half a keg that's been cut and filled with water. And you can kind of like Hilarious hunch cries. up in it. <laughs> As she bathes. Oh, she cries a bit. Sadly, pour water and over then your afterward. head. Yeah. <laughs> afterwards, I like douse myself with some perfumes and comb out my hair and I just remember better days. <laughs> when you didn't have to bathe in an old whiskey keg. 
<laughs> than sleep with goats. <laughs> Platonically. <laughs> Platonically. <laughs> All right. So you rest up. You get your spell slot back. You like- <laughs> okay. In the morning. Oh, what kind of magic? Sorry. What kind of magic was on that cloak? Mm. Like the school of magic? <laughs> what what's magic? Um That's in Transmutation, I imagine, with like changing itself. I don't yeah, know. Love probably. is magic. Cranjuration. The thing is, Buck the ain't magic ma- of fashion. Buck ain't magic, so like he doesn't know either. So I stand by my statement that I have no idea. Uh it's in Fashion it's in magic. Xanathar's, I believe, but I don't have the okay. book within arm's reach, so nah. It's not that important. Fashion magic. Yeah, fashion magic. Yeah. Hilarious is into it. Hi, it's me. You're getting that intro in the middle of the episode. Uh, I want to tell you about Dice Dungeons. DiceDungeons.com was started by two friends who wanted to take their passion for tabletop gaming and create a unique shop for role-playing game accessories. At Dice Dungeons, you can find a variety of metal dice in a wide selection of colors. The dice come in traditional polyhedral sets as well as D6 and D10 sets for specialized systems. They also offer a line of portable cloth battle maps. Each map displays an iconic adventure location and has an inlaid grid for character movement. Visit DiceDungeons.com today and enter the code BROADSQUAD for 10% off your first purchase. You also get a free shipping with any order over $50. And they, I, I got some beautiful dice. They're purple metal dice. They're, they're lovely. I adore them. They've got some nice weight for them. I like rolling them. It's really fun. I also have a new battle map of a cave and I'm super excited to break that out in my next game with friends and an inspiration coin, which is really cool because I've just been like using pennies. So (laughs) this, this, this makes inspiration seem a lot more fancy. So yeah, head over to dicedungeons.com today. Do y'all like gorgeous wooden dice boxes, towers, rolling trays, and spell books? I know I do, and I think you should head on over to elderwoodacademy.com because there you can customize your gaming wares to your heart's desire. I got one of their hex boxes at Gen Con. I saw their candy red striped awning of their booth, and which is what drew me over towards it, and then I saw what they had to sell, and oh my goodness, I had to own one. It, it was just, it, it was a no-brainer, and I purchased it. I keep my striped Jasper dice in it, and I I keep it in front of my computer monitor so I can look at it because it's absolutely beautiful. I adore it. It's like one of my my prized gaming possessions now. <laughs> they also have these beautiful spell books that you can customize. They're cut from a single block of hardwood. You choose what kind of leather you want, what art foil you want pressed into it. And every single one of them is unique. Highly recommend taking a look at their website, elderwoodacademy.com. All right, let's get back to it. All right, we're going to fast forward a bit because no one wants a, a travel montage. But can we role play breakfast? Ooh. I am joking. Oh. I w- well, I mean, I we could. We can have a breakfast I w- montage. <gasps> 
Oh, you, if if the DM wants to give us a breakfast montage, I would love it. I was curious what the continental breakfast was in. <laughs> the you continental know? breakfast is you see everyone is actually in the big hall. Uh, there are about 50 or so people there. Uh, Hathren and Vremyoni and a few Ethren. The Ethren serve uh, breakfast. Breakfast consumes, cons- consumes, consumes. It consists of uh, pork sausages and dried apples. Uh, the apples have been fried in butter and sage. And Ooh. there is bread to sop up the the goodness of the, the apples. Uh, before we hit the road, could I do a quick check-in with Leon? Yeah. Um, Leon, what, uh, what's, what's the scoop? What's the buzz? What have you heard... About these travelers. The Ethrin is the daughter of Bron Lee, who, well, I guess is the reason why everything is in a bit of disarray around here. They had to do blood magic and use her blood to help unleash. Yes, yes. Are they rich? Uh, well, from what I can tell, she is from a noble family uh, outside of Waterdeep. Oh, good, good. Uh, Keela is a bard, and apparently she's looking Ugh. for bagpipes. Okay. I, I don't understand Next. why that. Uh, and while well, Maypri has been chosen by the Stag Lord. Ooh. Yeah. Now, you would know uh, each berserker house in Rashomon has, like, I guess a totem. And one of the major houses is the house of the stag and actually your father belongs to the stag house so for the great okay. stag to have chosen her that's rather big it's yeah. huge got it got it got it got it okay all right um leon keep your eyes open and you know mouth shut not you're not like the whole time mm-hmm. i mean you know but like don't don't embarrass me. Never, never, out there, never. You know, I okay. I mean, I listen. I trust you, but like, don't embarrass me. I, you know, let never, me sir. do the talking and 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 kind of, you know, if I say like, oh, um, if I say like I've killed some red wizards, like just like nod and and kind of back me up. You got always, it? sir. You've you've killed hundreds, sir. Not no. Come on, hundreds. No, it's like I might say like three. Maybe four. Let's not. Don't blow it. You Three know and a half, I mean? sir. We're looking. Well, what would Leon? What would a half be? What would that be? Uh, they're red wizards. Is that like maybe I beat them up real good? Maybe they reanimated their torso. I don't know. <sighs> okay, actually, I like that. Let's go with that. Yeah, that. Okay, yeah. If that comes up, let's say that. That's interesting. I like that. Thank you. Okay, sir. Yes, sir. Did you get some breakfast? I did, sir. And he starts brushing That's your shoulders good. again because there's some slight hey, thank dandruff. You. Do you sleep good? Uh, yes, sir. Very good, sir. Good. Good. Okay, let's get out there and let's have another good day, okay? Yes, sir. Okay. And he he runs off to Samuel and Oter. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Oter Parsons. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, okay, so fast forward. Uh, you are, you've been traveling for a few days at this point again. 
Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And it's snowy. The <sighs> snow is deep. It is slow going. Yelaris, are you doing your normal spam fireball thing? Yeah, I'm spamming Firebolt to clear a path, but I am so over it. <laughs> Just so tired of it all. All right. So, but yeah, so I'm doing it. That brings me to marching order because you are right. all walking along a cliff path. So you got sheer rock on your right, and then you've got like a sheer drop on your left. Okay, I guess I must be near the front if I'm doing this, but I am hugging that cliff face. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're in the front. I don't know who else is near the front with me. Who? But, yeah. Where's everyone else? I'm in the front with you, Larry's maybe in fair spirits and humming a little bit of a traveling song. I I, I would say that uh, Buckminster is probably near, but not at the back. Sam, he, he probably, I would say he almost always keeps Leon in front of him. And Samuel and Otair behind him. All right, that puts me in between. And I'll be like, I'm going to be harassing, uh, I guess, Leon a little bit for like his secondhand stories of Buckminster's uh, battles against those wizards. <laughs> and he he tells you with relish about the story of how he killed the half Thay wizard. That one's my favorite story so far. Mm-hmm. Mine too, frankly. <laughs> Gets better every retelling. Okay, so Keila. Is anyone else on this journey with us? Nope, just just you. Alright. You're walking along. This path is well, it's icy. Even though you're blasting it with firebolts, you're not getting everything. Um it refreezes yeah, quickly too. Like melts and then it creates like an ice yeah. look. So it's maybe a bad idea. So it, it's very slow going. Keila, give me a dexterity check, please. 20. Not natural. All right. What's it look like when you slip and catch yourself before you fall off a cliff? Ooh. So. The cliff is to her left, I'm imagining. I don't know why. That's just the way that I'm imagining yep. it. And as I take a step with my right foot, it just hits a patch of ice and slides right down. Both of her feet slide underneath her and she falls on her hips. But she manages to grab the edge of the ledge with both her hands and do a sort of muscle up and just throw herself up and keep walking like nothing happened. Very impressive. Uh, Yeah, I'll have had like my hand out and like almost have casted Featherfall on her. And then she pulled this amazing stunt, and I'll be like, damn. I'll give an impressive nod. You're not bad at that. I, I'm going, looking at my character sheet, I'm going to say Buck probably had a pretty solid reaction as well, as far as like a quick, you know, in, instinctual reaching, um, and then kind of tucks his, his arm back under his now very warmly lined cloak. <laughs> And the moment I hurt myself, I just keep humming like nothing happened. Just keep on going. As you walk down this, this well, rather up this path into the mountains, you come across like a pass where you have to walk between two sections of stone rising up on each side of you. And then it opens up into like a natural courtyard almost. And there in front of you 
are the tall, crumbling walls of a ruined temple. There is an opening in the center where you can tell probably used to be a door, but whatever organic material that would have constructed it at some point has since degraded. Well, this is cheery. Can we tell what god this um, kind of belonged to? Are there any, like, effigies? No, there there isn't anything. Um, it's very old, and the wind has really just kind of eroded anything. Um, just quick check-in uh, before we go any further. Let's talk about what we're bringing to the table. Uh, you know, fighting-wise, because this just seems... I don't know. This seems like the kind of thing where we take like three steps forward and boom, boom, boom. There's like some skeletons or something, you know? Um, so? Thinking back to uh, that one dungeon that we thought <laughs> of, Hilarious is like, finally, somebody with some sense. See? See? Thank you. Danger. Prepared Th- this. Yes. Um, and she's so going who's to. Who's going to go first? Uh, not me. Oh, yeah. I, I'm right here with you. I can do that. And I'm going to kind of hoist my glaive, uh, so I'm holding it in front of me. Okay. They Leon, you go, you go with her. Yeah, Leon, come on. We got this. Um, uh, Samuel Oter, you know, hold the fort here, I guess. Don't let the food blow away again. Mm-hmm. Oter just, like, huddles underneath the the packs that he's been carting around not wanting to go inside whatsoever. Uh, I was just wondering what Leon was bringing to the table, Buckminster. Um, I'm, 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 sir, you look at, he has no weapons. He has like a knife belt and that's like, that's it. Well, Leon is an amazing human shield. Maybe, and I mean this, the best there ever was. And I mean that, Leon. And so... Leon is really good at protecting people. I'm going to walk over to Leon and put my hand on his shoulder and say to him, maybe you should sit this one out, Leon. Oh. Uh, His eyes open wide in hope. Leon! Unless the spirit absolutely moves you and it's absolutely beyond your control to say no to coming along with us, then yes. By all means, feel free to stay here with Samuel and Oter. Um, I think maybe they need some extra weight on those bags so they don't fly away, sir. So the spirit isn't moving you at all? You don't... There's nothing... Because it's totally fine... If you want to stay here, I won't be upset at all. Uh, the the spirit moves me to ensure that you do not go hungry, sir. Okay. I, for one, could use a hearty meal after this. All right. Um. Yes. Okay. Moving on. Um, so I've already established that I'm a very strong fighter, so I should probably cover the rear to make sure that we don't get snuck no, I, upon. I think I can take say. care of that. I, I'm I'm a ranged fighter after all. Seems it makes makes a little more mm-hmm. sense. He was very perceptive. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Buck, come to the front yeah. with me. You look like a frontline yeah, you fighter. You really do. You've got that, that. The cape probably does some really good fighting with mm. you, maybe. Yes. Okay. Um. Sure. Yes. Let's do that. Also, other quick question. Do you roll for loot, or is it just like, first person who sees it gets it? What's, how do you normally, just asking, Leon was wondering, not me. Oh, uh, Leon, we normally share our loot, but like, we can, we can talk it over. I mean, I like you, we can probably work something out. See, Leon, I told you they were reasonable. Yes, sir. Honestly, to date, there has been no loot. Yeah. <laughs> no loot? Really? No loot of which to speak. I look see. at our clothes. Do they look okay. like loot to you? Fair. Fair well, I mean, Keila, speak for yourself. Okay. Well, you know, adventure, danger awaits. <laughs> what is your weapon of choice? Ah, monster? the rapier. This is mm. the weapon of poets. The weapon of, you know, it's the weapon of the noble. A classic in noble circles. Indeed. Are you much of a duelist? Um, I'm handy with the blade. As I've said, uh, you won't need to worry about me, that's for sure. I look forward to seeing you in action. Yes, me too. Shall we then? Yes, onward. Okay, I'll lead the party. Where, like, is there only one route in which to travel? Yeah, there's just, just right like, the, this the... one opening that leads into this old ruin. Okay, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll walk on in. In, you're kind of still outside when you walk through them, because the ceiling has been, it's gone. It, it hasn't been there in a very long time. And there are snow drifts and there's snow swirling around on the ground. It's really just one giant room. You can see um, at the far end, there used to be a room behind where you're thinking an altar would have been, but there's nothing there anymore. But the interesting thing about this old place is that there are two circles in the center of it. There is a smaller circle that's about six feet in diameter, and then there is a second circle surrounding the initial circle that's about eight feet in diameter. And they look like they've been scorched into the ground. Can I cast Detect Magic on those? Okay. As a spell slot? I'm just going to cast it, yeah. Oh, you're making me all be DM-y. Rude. How are you supposed to know things? In the meantime, Keela, you want to make some snowmen? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm casting this one instantaneously. We're, yeah, we're, so like, yeah, we're already on it. You've got six yep, seconds. still. I'm really fast. And then the judging... The judging's going to commence right after. It's a two-pillar snowman. She's got one ball, I've got one. It's like hand-sized. It's very, very small. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> They're so cute. You could take them with you. Oh, yeah. His face is just like two holes poked in. Very simple. I have Minimalist. a baby carrot in my pocket that I use for his nose. Perfect. Yularius, what does it look like when you cast Detect Magic as a spell as opposed to a ritual in the bath? 
Um, I'm just going to drop to my knees right in front of those two circles and sort of like spread my hands out and like sort of cast the magic out from my hands as sort of like a purplish glow that traces the two circles and then it sort of retracts back into my hands. So dramatic. Well done. That was amazing. Even Yolaris is sort of going to like look over her shoulder and confusion of like it's just a first level spell still oh very impressive i've seen that spell performed hundreds of times but never like that it is conjuration magic okay so two circles conjuration magic would that give me a sense of maybe what these had been used for or what they had done would that be like a uh, arcana roll on my part to sort of intuit you know what? yeah sure do it i was gonna okay. give it to you but since uh you wanted to roll oh, no. go for it damn it oh <laughs> uh, that's a natural 19 so that's like a 23 okay so 24 math um doing it it's a portal you're you're damn sure that this was a portal so this is probably maybe how the spirit got in and then out of this plane or is it does it have a time signature on it can i like carbon date it how long has this been here does it feel old or new um you know i'm gonna say with with that kind of role um, and the fact that you did detect magic, there is a bit of a residue, a magical residue on here still. Um, and you think it's probably two, one to two weeks old. So that lines up uh, around the date that our shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll spin to the others and I will point at it and be like, this is a portal. This was made approximately when we did the ritual at the stronghold. Um, so are we going to go through it? I vote for going through it. Can we activate it? Has anybody walked into it yet? Can I walk? I'm going to walk into the middle of it and see if anything happens. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm <Bye>, pre. <laughs> what? Are there any other door? Is it just like are we walked in and it's just, well, I guess, like you said, it's pretty inside yeah. outside. Very open air. Uh, concept. Yeah. We're in a pergola. Is it? Is are there seeming to be any other chambers, any other passageways, or anything? No. It, it seems like there. There's something at the far end. You can see like the the ruins of a room on the other side, but it's even worse off than the the current room that you're in. Like there's like giant drifts of snow in there. I see. Um and and. I would like to do an investigation check just to see if there's any loot. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's a two. That's not going to do good. That was a, that would be a seven total. There is a lot of snow in there. Um, it's about six feet deep even. It's just, just the way that the wind pattern has in. It's just drifted in there. You would have to take a shovel to it. I'm going to run into it and dive onto my back and start making some snow angels. Has anything happened with me being in the middle of the uh, two circles? No. Okay. I'm going to face Hilaries. Do you, since you were able to identify this magic, do you have any uh, magical powers to make it active? 
That's a good question. Nothing happened when she walked into the middle nope, of it? Nothing happened. Now, hold on, Shit. if I may. So, it's two weeks old, and two weeks ago, big scary something was summoned to our plane. Yep. And this is a big scary summoning circle. Yep. And it, it, just to... I, I, listen, I'm not saying you're wrong, or, or there's anything wrong with this. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Your impulse, then, is open it back up. Yep, yep. And then fight the thing. Okay. All you, right. You, you said you're, I mean, you're in a, you fight with a rapier. You're on our side. What more could we need? We can absolutely fight this monster. Well, yes, but, you know, the number one thing you look for in battle is the element of surprise. And we know what we are, but we don't know what they are. And so it seems like they would surprise us if you think about it. I feel huh. pretty confident that they're undead. Okay. Can I have perception cool. checks from everyone, please? Yes. Uh -oh. 13. 13? Plus zero. 13. 20! 15. Keela, you hear just a slight scuff of a leather boot. You, you're familiar with that sound, uh, being someone who kind of skulks around at times. And it's coming from the shadows near the entrance. I'm going to perk up from my position in the snow, uh, pull my crossbow out and aim it in that direction. But I'm not going to do anything. Just keep my eye out on it. It could be Leon bringing us snacks. I don't know. Kila, what, what are you doing? Why have you unleashed their souls? Hello? Pardon? Excuse me? Um, may, uh, excuse me, ladies, may I? Yeah, sure. Yeah. By all means. Hello, I, I assure you, fellow wanderer, we have unleashed nothing. We are here merely to find our lost friends. We simply want to know what happened here. We are no threat to you or the land around. And I could I, well, persuasion check? Would that be? Yeah. Could I roll mm -hmm. that? Okay. 18. Okay. I'm very <laughs> persuasive. I have a plus 10 in persuasion. Wow. Hot damn. From the shadows emerges a tall, thin, very pale elf. Oh, no. Dressed in black leather and red pants. And you can hear the slight rattle of chains as she... I cast mage armor on myself as she walks out. <laughs> <laughs> I know this. Oh, are you... Acquainted? It's an assassin. Not a very good oh, one. I've seen this ilk before. Oh. You're good with fighting assassins, right? You fought wizards. Yes. Very much so. But maybe talking. Let's try. I always say words are the warrior's greatest weapon. What words would you have that are not full of lies? Uh, how dare you? Uh, let me start there. 
Secondly, I've never lied in my life. Secondly, what? We know you unleashed their souls. We can smell her blood. And she looks directly at Yulares. So we didn't mean to... Uh... We're very sorry. We're trying to fix it and Do get what now? them back. What happened? Wait. And Buckminster kind of backs away from Yulares. Wait, What? I'm pretty sure she's talking about the ritual where we took the spirit out of my father. Oh. Um, that spirit, no idea what it was, possessing a very innocent person, tried to get rid of it, apparently too powerful, about to go deal with it right now. Would you like to help, maybe? Give me a roll for that. Persuasion? Yeah. 23. Hmm. She eyes you carefully, but you can see her shoulders relax just just a slight bit. You do not know what you unleashed. No, do you? Any information would be invaluable in our hunt for this thing. The queen. She thinks you're responsible. Is this the Raven Queen? The shadow dancer turns her head slowly, kind of eerily, kind of creepy, like that creepy doll in a movie, in a horror film. The only true queen. That's what I've always said. Yes. I, yeah, agree. Hard agree. Yes. What needs to be done to reassure the queen that we mean... To neuter this threat, not to enable it. And how would you do this? Sort of an improvisational Shoot it, plan probably? at the moment. Maybe, maybe hit it with a glaive. Mm-hmm. Stab it. Set it on fire. How do you shoot a god? With my crossbow? (sighs) Oh. Can you... You're familiar with this creature. We're hunting it. Can you share some of your information? A god? That is not my information to tell. Okay. And I'm going to kind of bristle a little bit angrily. You're going to tell us some information. And can I roll intimidation? You can. 20. 20. Not natural. It was 17 plus 3. I'm going to roll a contested roll for that. I rolled a 6, and modifier's not that high. Oh no, the shadow dancer peed the pants. <laughs> Just yeah. a little. She leans back a little bit and looks at Maypri and looks Maypri up and down warily. I cannot... Go against orders. Uh, what were the exact words of the order? Kill them. Oh, well, not a lot of wiggle room in Shit. there. Um, now, I will say, 
them could also apply to the god, and if your order is to kill the god, then perhaps you need our help to do that. You could kill us after we kill the god. There you go. See, now we're getting something going. Is that another persuasion? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Can I give him advantage with my Yeah, you want help? Okay, yeah, I'm helping. Because I do need advantage on that. Okay, 24. She looks at you all very carefully. Fine. I will bring this message to her. But if her will is to command me to kill you, I shall. No, Seems fair. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not okay it. with this. Well, I mean, then we'll just have to kill her back. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Least... Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Same page. Same page. Okay. Yeah. Same page. Same page. And thus, you advert my big baddie fight. Um, <laughs> I know. You're Yay. welcome. I was ready to fight her. <laughs> Those are really good rolls. Yeah, they I like were. that, though. We get info this way. No, I didn't even get, like, all the little minions to come out. Oh. It is, it is Buckminster's greatest desire <laughs> in the world to always avoid the big baddie fight. <laughs> I, I have built someone who is so good at talking and so terrible at everything else. <laughs> Okay, now I really want to do the big bad fight. <laughs> it would it would involve just a lot of running and hiding for Buckminster, <laughs> trying to find Leon so he can hide behind him. Yeah, oh, Leon, Leon. All right, she then starts to back up slowly and disappears into the shadows. Okay, well, this is above my pay grade. Um. I'm gonna go. Do you get paid? Yeah, well, who pays you? Yeah, it's I haven't a, gotten paid. It's a no. It's a just a. It's just a saying. Oh. Um, but fighting a god. I'm. I just need. But you need their help for the war against uh, Fey. Well, yes, and no. Um, need is such a funny word. When you think about it, uh, what does it even mean? You know, um, you might say I need a bath, but really you want a bath and... No, I often need a bath. Listen, I... My father didn't send me. I'm here to try to impress him. And so if I go home with nothing, he won't even know. It'll be fine, you know, like... How long have you been gone? Uh, about two weeks. They'll know. Well, you'd be... Better to not go back at all than to go back empty-handed. You would be surprised how little attention is often paid to a second son. Um, so I think... I think I'll be fine. I'll just tell them I was drunk again and they'll all nod and it will be fine. But fighting a god sounds like a little bit too much for me and you all seem to have it handled. Um, we really don't, but thank you anyways. I, you seem... You all seem very nice. Um, and if there's anything else I could do... Do you want Samuel? You can have Sa- Samuel. I'll sign over... He can work for you. I'll pay him another week, and then you can have him one more week if that if that helps. You didn't really um, speak like Samuel was the one that was good at being a, a 
a shield, like a human shield. That was more Leon's No, Samuel's thing. just a really good cook. I'm not uh, letting go of Leon. Are you kidding me? Leon's worked for me since I was born. I'm, no, 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 no. But Samuel's very good cook. Amazing things with carrots. Amazing, truly. I think, I think we'll pass. But if you can maybe put in a good word for us back at your kingdom, that would be marvelous. I can absolutely do that. Yeah, I mean. I should also just say, here, Travis, I don't know if I'm supposed to keep traveling with them, but <laughs> Buckminster is a big old coward, so. No, you do whatever you want with Buckminster. <laughs> Okay. And just so you don't think I'm full of, of absolute shit, I have I have encountered a red wizard before. I, I thought you've encountered three and a half. Well, yes and no. Encountered is such a funny word when you think what do words even mean? You know, like encountered could be a dream, you know? Anyways, that's not important. What is important is they are they are beatable, and I have seen it done, and I'm confident that one as clever and resourceful as yourselves, uh, you you're gonna do really great. Don't worry about old Buckminster, uh, and he starts like backing away. Wait, wait, Buckminster. Yes, I'm wondering if these might help you, and then I'm gonna hold out my bag of stones for him. What? What do you want for them? Nothing. I just, I just thought they might. I mean, help if you're you. offering something, what about that cloak? We we like to trade here. What cloaky? Cloaky. Oh, okay. I'll make you a deal. Okay. And he points at the bard. I'll roll you for it. Deal. Okay. Okay, this is uh, no a slight of hand check, I assume. Uh, you're cheating? Yeah. So yes, I have a I have uh I have a fixed set of mm-hmm. dice. I'm going to guess maybe the bard does too. <laughs> so we'll see who's better at palm. Yeah, okay. Really quickly, um Yalaris, remember those dice I gave you? Do you wanna let Kia Kila use yeah, those? Here, here you go. Okay, they're I'll my special bone Kila. dice. Oh yes, I will use those. Okay. Give me a sleight of hand check. Oh, not great. <laughs> uh, two plus six. That's an eight. 23. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. MVP. <laughs> that, wait. No. Uh, shit. That's not how that was supposed to be. made the bet fair and square, Kilo, my That friend. looks wonderful on you. Yeah, but how did you cheat better than me? It's okay. You can still have my stones. They're worth, um... Mm, what did you write down? 30 gold po- gold coins. This cloak is worth, like, 200. 30. Ah. Yes, okay, but only if it goes to Yolaris. <gasps> yes, do you accept? Do you accept the cloak? I'm horribly selfish, but if it means it's the only way, then she can have it. You can wear it sometimes, Keela. This has to go someone who will respect the magic or my gam-gam would just Fine. straight up murder me. Fine. Fine. Okay. Larry's you owe you owe me. You owe me big, my friend, and I'm not forgetting it. I've got you. I Kayla. mean, she could I've probably loan it to you. Bigger. You guys can I work in shared cloak days, you know, Monday, Wednesday, I'm going Thursday. to 
sweep it around my shoulders in a most majestic billow and fasten it around my neck and uh, concentrate for a minute. And does it do what I, does it become what I imagine? Yeah, which one is this? Is this the cloak of billowing or the cloak of many no, fashions? there's a cloak of many fashions. Okay. There's a cloak of many fashions. It becomes a beautiful, heavy, dark forest green velvet with a, a white ermine uh, hood and layer at the bottom. And I do a little twirl in it. Cloaky. <laughs> oh. We will remember you always, Buckminster. I hope our paths do cross again soon. Okay. Please take good care of the cloak. We will. Leon comes running out with your your cloak of billowing um, and quickly settles it around your shoulders. Ah, thank you. Okay. Let me try this again. Farewell, brave travelers. I know we shall meet again, for destiny is a funny thing, and though we part now, I shall always carry you in my heart, as I know you shall remember me, Buckminster Eden. Okay, bye. Oh, oh bye. Okay. Farewell. I mean, did you guys want to walk back together? Because like, we're going the same. Yeah, this is yeah. This is yeah well, it would be weird. Yeah, it would be weird, right? So, like, oh, we'll wait. I want to say goodbye to Leon, too. He, he put in good work. Yeah, no, Leon's great, right? Isn't he nice? He's so good. He's lovely. Yeah. Do you guys need anything else? Is there anything else that can help you? I mean, we, I, we're walking back. If you have any more questions, just let me know. I mean... Well, I think we're going to go to the portal, aren't we, ladies? I, I think maybe if you want to investigate it some more, we still kind of have some people to find. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, we came out here with a cause. Apparently a god to kill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Regular Ooh. stuff. Oh, boy. That sounds super fun. Um. All right, well, catch you later. <laughs> and he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Travis McRoy for joining us and playing Buckminster. That means next episode, which will be the 22nd of September, is our season finale. And I believe Travis is going to be making another appearance for that, as well as some of our favorite NPCs. It's going to be a bit of an extravaganza. So we'll see then. Bye. The most fun way to learn about new games is to listen to them get played. Every week on One Shot, James D'Amato brings you actual play recordings with a talented cast of improvisers, game designers, and other notable nerds. Each month features a new group trying a new system, exploring a wide variety of genres. The stories are self-contained, so you can jump in anywhere, and it's a great way to discover new games. Discover the magic of RPGs with One Shot. 
on your favorite podcast app. Hi! We don't have any bloopers today because I didn't have to cut anything out. We had a solid session. So again, thank you, Travis McElroy. I do want to take this time to make some announcements. If you noticed, uh, well, we have joined the One Shot Network. So thank you, James, for bringing us into the fold. We're very excited to be part of the family. I met James for the first time at Gen Con. We sat on a panel about long-form narratives for RPG podcasts together. And I guess conversation started from there. Now, that also means that we have left the RPG Academy Network. And that was a decision that, well, it took a lot of thought. And because we we adore the RPG Academy. So thank you, Michael and, and everyone else for, for having us there. It wasn't very long, uh, but we, we decided to, to go ahead and move on with the One Shot Network. We will, however, be at a catacon, which is the RPG Academy Network's con that is in Dayton, Ohio. And that is in November. So you should definitely check that out. We are going to be having a live show. Uh, so we're, we hope to see everyone there. That's all, folks. See you next time. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.